International. Welcome to another episode of Lie, Cheat, and Steal. I'm your host, Pat Royce. This is a podcast about liars, thieves, frauds, and bullshitters. With me, as always, is my co-host, Kath Barbadoro. Hi. Kath, how you doing? Hi, Pat. I'm good. Uh, it's uh, it's good to talk to you. I apologize yeah. for our listeners. We've not had an episode in a while. Yeah, it's been it's been a little bit. I had to. Uh, I was I had I was in a, a sporting event contest somewhere else, and I had to go compete in it. A and, sporting um, event contest. Yeah, I can't get into too many specifics on it, but <laughs> let me tell you, I won, scored all the points. But uh, congrats. Yeah, yeah. No, I was actually just I went up to uh, I went up to Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, for a week to go see some relatives and do some stand-up comedy that was fun uh, get out there in the, in the midwest the midwestern austin as they say is that what they say uh that's yeah i i, I have heard a lot of people make comparisons to madison and austin like because they're both like mm. yeah but like which where do they live i'm guessing it's not austin yeah 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 no it's definitely yeah they're we would never say that yeah but, you know it's nice when they say that sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, i shouldn't you, i shouldn't have little... stones i've never been to madison but anyway. yeah no it's actually a, it's a really tight city it's uh it's like a college town uh it's got like um a lot of like really cool progressive policies that have made the city grow pretty tight. Like they don't, uh, there's like very big rules on, uh, on the heights of buildings downtown. So while it's a pretty major city, not major, but it's big, you hear downtown and like, it feels like European almost like the buildings Ooh, are kind of okay. all, yeah, they're all kind of like in check. Like they're not towering over you. It's like, Hey buddy, I'm a fucking building. There and they are like yeah, yeah, yeah. chill socialists <laughs> that make things yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's it, it's it's cool. Uh, I used to go there a lot as a kid, and uh, my co- I have cousins that live there, and uh, my whole life, whenever I've met anyone from Madison, Wisconsin, I've always said, "Hey, do you know Daniel and David North?" <laughs> and uh, and no one yet, but no somebody one eventually yet has will. Known them? Yeah, no. <laughs> now you've been kicking around in this little this little uh, what what it's uh, New York, right? Tell us uh, what's that what's that about? What's that what's their deal? New York. Uh, yeah, like well, how, people it say going? it's uh, the Austin of New York, and <laughs> it's very exciting. Um, yeah, I, no, I, I've been good. Uh, I'm going to the beach tomorrow. That's exciting. Nice, um, nice. I went to go see the Dollop uh, podcast record on uh, uh, Saturday and uh, stole a bunch of beer out of their green room, so I'm drinking one of Hell those yeah. right now. So, uh, Hell yeah. Shout out to uh, those guys. Um, <laughs> uh, due I to feel our tangential like that... connection, I'm going to start calling them friends of the show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they did give me a lot of beer. I feel like uh, yeah. us shouting them out, probably not as helpful as them shouting yeah, us yeah. out, but hey. Yeah. <laughs> guys, get out there. You got to check it out. It's the dollop. <laughs> it's it's uh, it's real up-and-comers, and they're, <laughs> they're really doing big things. Yeah. Really put, some would say they're putting L.A. on the map. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Austin of California, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. California's about to blow, man. I'm telling you. Uh, all right. Well, one thing we want to get away out the way up top. Uh, we do stories about people who are real, you know. Yes. And uh, I've always the stories figured that are some- about real people. Please do not hold us accountable for factual veracity. In yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I, I know but they're basically about these- factual. 
Yeah, essentially. Yeah, we we've always had that essentially factual guarantee. Exactly. And, <laughs> uh, but yeah, we. Uh, I've always known that at some point somebody is going to listen to a podcast that's about them or someone they know uh, on our thing, and we got our first piece of mail back. Uh, you know, I don't want to get too specific because the person was really cool. But a couple episodes back, we talked about a uh, uh, noted piece of shit, Shane Welby, <laughs> Wayne Shelby Simmons, the guy who told Fox News he was ex CIA operative and. Uh, pretty much helped mold the uh, state of Islamophobia that uh, gripped our nation and still grips our nation that's kind of setting us back so uh, yeah he's a, a just a real piece of shit and this uh, relative of this guy I'm not going to tell you which relative but uh, <laughs> his family's like uh, oh we know we know <laughs> yeah well what's crazy is the the yeah well yeah because I guess because like, he said essentially that you know uh, there's a lot of other stuff that we did not get a chance to cover that I guess I guess wouldn't be uh, kosher to get into but basically he's nothing too bad he's bad yeah he's just like as shitty as you thought he was he's worse he's but, like uh, yeah like he's like not only did he do all this other stuff he's also like a pretty plainly shitty guy yeah yeah so yeah, yeah 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 don't feel bad like, about laughing at him because yeah exactly <laughs> and, and shout out to his relative who listened and uh hopefully we listen to more episodes and if you're hearing this uh you're cool and it, it sucks the rest of your family uh still kind of digs the dude but you're tight so uh yes yeah, we're so your family now guy yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. We're just going to cut our palms and shake hands. Uh, <laughs> so, anyway, so uh, Pat, you have a story for me today. I got a story to tell. Uh, you know, anyone who knows me knows I'm a big fan of city governance. Uh, I think. Oh, uh, love yeah. a municipal service. Love yeah, it. I, you know, yeah, I feel it is a right, a, 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 a privilege, nay, to vote for the next railroad commissioner in in, in a small county. Uh, so like, I'm really involved in things like that. But I want to talk today about uh, what is possibly one of the largest municipal scams in American history, and it happened at a very small level, a very small local level. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Rita Crundwell, the quarter horse piece of shit (laughs) (laughs) uh i just want everyone to know that uh pat and i were talking about this earlier and he was just really trying to resist saying rita crudwell the horse ass bitch which is what he was going to call this episode (laughs) it's this story's got everything it's got a small town government yeah it's got uh horse racing it's, it's not even horse racing, it's show horses. Oh, I'm sorry, show horse. There's yeah. horses involved. Another yeah, there's horse horses, scam. which has been a recurring is, theme on this podcast. Yeah, this is the second horse scam yeah. we've covered. I yeah, feel like horse this is a fruitful th- area for scams. Yeah, third horse scam, actually, because we had the Lawson Bennett's uh, horse hunting website. Oh, right! <laughs> yeah, so this is... I, you, you might say we just won the Triple Crown. I think we did. I think we yeah. did. <laughs> All right, so, so tell me about Rita Cardwell. Rita Crudwell, old horse-ass bitch. So, Rita Humphrey was born on January 10th, 1953 in the small town of Dixon, Illinois. Uh, her parents, Roy and Caroline Humphrey, owned a modest farm. Uh, Rita took to all aspects of country living, but most importantly, she became quickly fascinated with horses. Okay, uh, as, I mean... She was a uh, young Midwestern female, therefore a horse phase is inevitable. Yeah, it's going to happen. Yeah, they're going to, you know, they're going to happen. They're going to be like, man, something about those muscles that I like for some reason. That I don't understand and I don't know what these feelings are, but I need horse posters in my room. Yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Now, um, 
Our fascination, her fascination with horses grew throughout her formative years. Uh, she became an expert at the care and ownership of horses. Like you said, her horse phase, some would say, never left. Uh, Aww. Yeah. Now, uh, in 1970, her junior year of high school, Rita uh, took a job with the city of Dixon as part of a work-study program. And this was the start of her lifelong municipal career in local government. Uh after aim high, school, high, lady. Aim yeah, high. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, aim for Chicago. Even if you'll miss, you'll land among the Dixons. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, after high school, the work study program soon led to a secretary position, to, uh, working directly under the mayor of Dixon. Yeah, I bet. Uh, <laughs> How often do you use that one? <laughs> As I'm when I wrote that, getting Dixon. What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, man, I'm putting dicks in the... Ma- you know, okay, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> it was during this time that she met her husband, Jerry Crundwell. Uh, just a strong, solid Midwestern name. Yeah. Um, Jerry was a civil engineer who also worked for the city. Uh, the couple was wed in 1974, so Rita Humphrey became Rita Crundwell per tradition. And uh, in 1978, following the deaths of her parents, Rita inherited the Humphrey farm, uh, this newfound patch of land. It gave her the space that she needed to start breeding her beloved quarter horses, and she kind of dabbled in that. It's uh, it's not a cheap hobby, but uh, she would always have one or two, you know, one or two horses on deck that she was working with. Sure. During uh, during this time, she still lived a very modest lifestyle. They often said she would run back to her farm uh, to tend to errands on her lunch break. And when she clocked out at the end of the day, she'd return home and get right to work on uh, on her horses, you know, and trying to establish herself uh, in that circuit. Just a wholesome now, uh, American yeah, yeah, administrator just a, lady. Yeah, yeah, just a small town girl. Born and raised in East Detroit. Um, exactly. Yeah. Now, uh, so yeah, you know, uh, horse, horsing, horsing ain't easy. It ain't easy and it ain't cheap. All right. And uh, Rita was pouring a lot of money uh, and, and time into this upkeep. And uh, eventually in 1983, she was actually appointed as the comptroller of Dixon. Uh, comptroller generally acts in like a um, kind of a, a, a treasury kind of capacity, uh, not okay. as a treasurer, but they work with managing city finance. Thank you for explaining that because that was going to be my first question. I yeah, no I've always wondered what that word what that word meant, and that that still may be a bastardization of what it actually means. But uh, <laughs> it's now, uh, what I I feel like what I've learned from these kinds of stories that we've we've talked about is that it's it's the perfect job for someone like this because it's like it vaguely has to do with money but no one knows exactly what their responsibilities are yeah so it's yeah. like just just don't worry about it i'm the comptroller you don't need to yeah just just i got it i got it don't that, worry about yeah it. that's so funny because that's exactly what she does Hell yeah uh, yeah okay, one second now between her career and her full-time passion of of, of horsing uh and her, her marriage to jerry did seem to hit a bit of a rough spot in 1986 her and jerry filed for divorce uh rita cited her reasons as emotional abuse and irreconcilable irreconcilable differences Jerry. Uh, yeah you must love horses he's <laughs> not a horse guy yeah. and let me tell you if you like horses and you live a guy with a guy who doesn't like horses that alone emotional abuse it's so, gonna be some it's gonna cause yeah. some strife yeah, uh, a judge granted the divorce in 1987. So now Rita finds herself a full-time city comptroller, an aspiring horse breeder, and just a single woman in the madcap world of 1980s local government. Man, that is quite yeah. a okay Cupid profile. Yeah, yeah. I'm a comptroller <laughs> and an aspiring horse trainer. Yeah, it's a, a horser is the actual a name. A horser, uh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds worse. I don't yeah. know if I would hang out with a horser. 
Yeah, <laughs> uh, they prefer horseroo, but uh. <laughs> So, you know, Dixon, Illinois is not a big place. Uh, at the time, Dixon had a population of about 14,000 people, had an annual budget of only $9 million. Uh, you know, folks at the city hall, they were thrilled to see Rita step in the role of comptroller. The previous city leaders uh, had left the city in a bit of a financial mess, and everybody thought that her years of experience in the political machine, that is Dixon, Dixon's back offices, uh, they thought it would be invaluable. So uh, nothing was too crazy as far as the financial situation. But she at the was time, a, she an t- insider for sure. Exactly. A when Dixon she took insider, over. not yeah. innuendo. <laughs> a Dixon cider. Dixon insider. Uh, I'll take a dick and a cider. Wait, what's going on? Okay. Uh, yeah, nothing was too crazy when she took over. I mean, financially wise, it was the city was definitely struggling from the effects of mismanagement, um, the financial mismanagement. The infrastructure in Dixon was crumbling. The city needed most of its systems overhauled. Uh, everything from the police department's radios to the city's sewer system was in need of some TLC. And Rita got right to work. Now, you, what you said when you're talking about smushing all those positions together into one thing and just kind of streamlining it, uh, Rita sought to streamline the job of city comptroller. Now, in normal city-level governments, most processes involve several checks and balances. Uh, city, councils, city councils review and appro- approve treasury requests. Uh, treasurers only issue checks once they're reviewed and cleared by the city comptrollers. Everybody keeps each other in check, you know? Sure, sure. The system ensures that no one person has the ability to oversee several steps of any process. Unless allow- some horse enthusiast gets a yeah. crafty idea, in which case... Yeah, watch they say, out. They, yeah, they're like, Yo, I'm just gonna make a, I'm gonna make a, a, a small town government gumbo, and I'm just gonna mix <laughs> in everything. I'm gonna put a little dash of treasurer. I'm gonna put a little bit of comptroller right here. Uh, now, yeah, and uh, so everyone knows exactly what everyone else is doing <laughs> if you do it a different way. But uh, now. Rita made it clear that she wanted folks to see results. They needed to cut out all the red tape. So she began sidestepping checks and balances. Uh, she approved funding for important projects uh, without really consulting anybody. As one city employee put it, if you needed it, Rita got it. Uh, hey. Which, hey, yeah. She's that a guy, rainmaker. Uh, yeah, there, we could do a whole episode about that guy. He's a noted man around town. He's <laughs> just full of clips. <laughs> Uh, yeah, now, who asked him? Like, who's yeah, 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 yeah. He showed up and offered his opinion. <laughs> I'll like, tell you one thing about Rita, yeah, huh? Yeah. Like, what? Like, who are you? He's those guys from ABC. Let me tell you, if you needed it, <laughs> Rita got it. <laughs> you need a stolen horse? Rita's got it. Uh, <laughs> Now, in 1990, uh, Rita opened a bank account with Ohio's Fifth Third Bank, which Ohio never been one for the names. Which um, bank is it? Yeah, That's too confusing. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> is it the eighth bank? Yeah, I don't understand. Do we multiply them? Is it it's, the 15th it, 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 bank? It's, it, it's five thirds, so it's 1.66 banks. It's, they go uh, above and beyond. They give 166%. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the account was opened up under the name the uh, RSCDA Reserve Fund. The initials stood for Reserve Sewer Capital and Development Account. Uh, pretty intentionally vague name. Uh, sure. And it allowed, yeah, make it, allowed it boring. The account- make no one look at it. Don't exactly. name it Rita's Secret Horse Fund. Yeah. <laughs> horse or bust. Uh, when I was a kid one time, me and uh, a friend of mine um, made like a, a essentially a podcast, I guess, technically, on uh, my, my grandma's tape recorder that she would use to play her Christmas music. 
year round <laughs> and uh we put it out there we recorded this podcast we definitely were cussing or like a, again not a podcast but just us like trying to make jokes <laughs> a proto podcast proto podcast yeah, we, def- we were definitely cussing uh on it and saying you know, just do weird shit and then uh we didn't want anybody to listen to it so we, i put a sticker on it and i wrote gospel music <laughs> <laughs> nice that's yeah, like when uh, you have a porn folder on your computer and you name it like W two, <laughs> yeah, 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 boring taxes. <laughs> Who don't look at here unless you want to nod off, you know. <laughs> All right, so, uh, yeah. Now, no one knew about the the account. It was the secret, but the the vague enough name was that if it did get uh, happened upon, you know, it wouldn't immediately stand out as suspicious. And the account had one signatory, and that was Rita Crunwell. Miss Crundwell, which that just sounds like a mean teacher in like a Matilda movie. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She'd be a uh, scary substitute teacher. Yeah, she'd be mad that you wanted more gruel. She'd be <laughs> more? Uh, now, since Rita was essentially a one-woman treasury department, she was solely responsible for paying businesses who had done work for the city. Uh, countless invoices of thousands of dollars each were paid out you know, to contractors and consultants. And this is all totally normal on paper. Cities make payouts several times a day to different things. You know, running a city is expensive. So Rita would write these large checks, and then she would produce receipts showing that they'd been cashed by the business. And then she would just simply deposit the money into the RSCDA. Okay. And there, there it would stay. So that's um, they're, they're, like that's what I got out of it. <laughs> um, now, the first deposits into the RSCDA were made in 1991, and uh, throughout the fiscal year, it totaled 181 thousand dollars. All right. Uh, well, they have a budget of like nine million. Nine I mean, million, exactly. That's who's a lot gonna, for one lady, but I can see nobody, yeah. uh, nobody knowing. Nobody. Ex- yeah, lies. yeah. Who's gonna notice a few fazus, you know, going off top there? <laughs> Uh, 1991 is, uh, is the same year that Rita, who made $80,000 a year at her city comptroller job, bought a $20,000 pontoon boat. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But yeah, just come out swinging with a weird boat. That's that, is, <laughs> that is some like small town Midwestern yeah. opulence. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. I'm going to get a pontoon boat. A like, pontoon what? boat. It said it was complete with a propane grill. Like, I'm not and a getting full- a jet ski. That's for <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. not classy. Not classy yeah, like yeah, a pontoon yeah. boat. Yeah, that's that's, that's uh, what's it, it's gosh. <laughs> yes, gosh. Gauche. Yeah, gosh. It's gosh. It's gosh if you can't pronounce it. <laughs> I man, my rap name used to be Big Gosh. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, you have so she to make bought- over a certain amount of money before they tell you how to pronounce gosh. You don't get to learn <laughs> yeah. until you're in a certain send- tax bracket. Yeah, they just send it back on your W two. <laughs> like, oh, okay, that's it. It's all phonetic. All right, so uh, yeah, she brought a twenty twenty thousand dollar pontoon boat complete with a propane grill and a full wet bar. So uh, hell hot yeah, gr- hot grills, wet bars. <laughs> Sounds like a good time to me, baby. <laughs> Dude, if anyone out there has a pontoon boat, me and Pat would be perfect <laughs> guests. Oh, and you we know I'll man, you know I'll man, I'll man the shit out that grill. Remember that? <laughs> remember at Chris Cubis's last summer? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, uh, no, noted uh, it's, uh, hilarious comedian Chris Cubis, uh, not name dropping, but Chris Cubis, Chris Cubis. We uh, 
uh, friend he, of the show, Chris Cubis. Yeah, friend of the show, Chris Cubis uh, had a uh, uh, a cool TV gig. Uh, he did a show called Chris Gets Money. You should check it out. It's still on Fuse, right? Fuse Fusion. It's Fusion. Funny. Fusion. Yeah, yeah, it's very funny. And in it, he just uh, he detailed wealth and equality, and uh, they put him up in a house in West Austin. It was and- the biggest. Speaking of fucking scams, that guy pitching that show. He oh told, yeah, yeah. He so he went to he he had like a pitch meeting with Fusion, and his idea was basically give me a ton of money and then make a documentary about my life yeah. as a wealthy person. I don't know, it was and 30- I'll talk about income inequality, which yeah. is like sweet, but also he just got like thirty thousand dollars to do yeah. what he wanted with, and it was yeah, awesome. He, the thirty grand he got to do what he wanted with. Uh, he well, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not gonna get the, the other financial part of it, but he definitely got paid for being on the show. Too. Yeah, yeah, that was like yeah. the, that wasn't his payment for doing. Yeah, the that was the, that. Thing. Yeah, they were like, we're gonna give you thirty grand to spend, and we're gonna give you this much to for, to, to agree to spend it. <laughs> right, right, right. So he, yeah, he got this mansion, uh, and he let everybody come hang out in it. And yes. Uh, we had to uh, grill guys in yeah. your mansion. You can yeah, grill. we had to run a we had to run a grill and uh and, and nobody even knew if I'd even got it lit yet. And so you guys were all hungry and you yelled up, you guys like, is man, like what's going on up there? And I popped my head out with the spatula in my hand. I was like, yo, the meat's on a grill, baby. We already sizzling. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you should uh, make t shirts that say that. Yeah, like, you that's need, like this is my new merch. You shirt. need to incorporate that in your act so you can make t shirts that say the meat's yeah. on the grill, baby, we already sizzling. sizzling. <laughs> yeah, and you, you said the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. You said you look like you were born to say that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> that is so, yeah. absolutely true, listeners. If you don't know what Pat looks like, Google him. It's <laughs> correct. And tell me you don't want me behind a damn grill. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, imagine. He, I, well, I've already said this in numerous mediums, but Pat looks uh, pretty much just like Kevin Owens, the wrestler. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Another Better French hair. Canadian. Better. Yeah, we have. Uh, French Canadians, we have you actually th- you are you look like you are in better shape than Kevin Owens. That's that, that's a the nicest thing. Athlete, that's, athlete. Yeah. <laughs> your previous comment that you told me about uh, that I was born to say that line has now been eclipsed by you telling me I'm in better shape than Kevin Owens. <laughs> uh, that's the nicest He's thing. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's a big boy. Yeah, <laughs> French Canadians, we have about like three body types. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's like me and Kevin Owens, which also uh, Kevin Owens, which also encompasses like my cousin Sean. <laughs> like there's right. that's us, and Just then we like have like a kind of a meatball. Yeah, yeah. Then we have like small, slender dudes like my cousin Kenny. Google him. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah. Anyway, my dad also was small, short stature. But and, you know, anyways. But uh, yeah, that's us. Enough about French Canadian body types. Let's get back to fucking. Let's get back to our pontoon boats. Yeah, let's get back to our pontoon boat with a fucking grill. All right. So she also bought six thousand dollars worth of jewelry that year. Um, now, okay. So you know, whatever. She had a hot year. You know. Uh, now, 1991 is also the year that Rita would start the RC Quarter Horses LLC. Uh, okay. That was when she finally legitimized. The, uh, until this point, she's just been kind of playing with them in a field, and a lot of people were starting to ask questions. And uh, <laughs> now she has RC Quarter Horses LLC, and she had one goal, and that was to be the biggest name in the world of show horses. Now, using her new source of income, Rita threw money behind her business and quickly became synonymous with success in the field. They say that she had like 400 horses that because apparently it's not just all about raising the horses. You like kind of like provide the stable and like and people come raise the horses there, too. It's like like the like in wrestling, you can go train with like the hearts. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And so she does that uh, of the 400 horses. She uh, 
was involved in. Uh, something like she had like 57 world champions uh, in show horsing come out of there. Okay. So, yeah, she was like, go. she was, yeah, she was no slouch. Yeah. So, um, in 1992, the RSDCA, uh, their, her secret account, uh, it received a deposit in the amount of $121,367. That's what she took that year. Okay. Uh, 93, she hit him for $225,000. Okay. Was now, getting a little, same, uh, yeah. little hungry, a little greedy. But, yeah, but here's where it starts to, like, you know, as we talk about, like, people who, like, we agree with them and people who we don't agree with. And this one, this is where it starts to take, the, like, the pretty sad turn. That same year, uh, Dixon reported a deficit of nearly $415,000. So there are $450,000 in deficit. Uh, now, in response to this, they had to make budget cuts totaling $100,000. Oops. So the, Yeah, exactly. So now, like, now fucking, like, everybody's like, what the fuck? They're feeling the, 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 the sting, you know? Now, the next year, she took one hundred and seventeen grand, and the city of Dixon so, okay, responded. So she, first, she took... So she was like getting more and more and more. Then they kind of were like, hey, we have no money. And then she scaled it back a little bit. She scaled it back. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. A She's still bit. making she, it, six figures of ill-gotten gains. Yes, but. exactly. A year. Now the city, and now in that, that very next year, they 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 their deficit just increases because she took one hundred seventeen thousand two hundred eighty-one dollars. So they responded by slashing one hundred fifty thousand dollars more out of the budget. And you know what sucks <laughs> is when when those budgets get fucking slashed. The first thing they slash is all the cool shit you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like that's all yeah. the frills gotta go you know uh, bring your own coffee like it's, it's yeah, everything yeah, yeah. yeah and, as, and when it trickles down to the local level you got to think like okay well education that's getting cut you know that's like it's shitty yeah <laughs> so just in case our listeners need reminding uh stealing bad well eh. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna go that far but yeah like, no, no no this uh, is the bad type stealing of stealing from stealing. like a, a yes relatively impoverished municipal government to fund your quarter horse habit that, that's that bad exactly yeah 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 uh stealing from this like like a, like a, a real bitch in city to just go do cool shit <laughs> that's well, like, okay, inherently so good no I, I, like i was right barely Harvey being sarcastic and everything like Looting, fucking go for it. That's yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, like yeah. That. Get your yeah, get your shit, man. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Like I, I, I like it's so funny to me because I'm like, what is all that shit's gonna have? That shit's gonna get fucking written off. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And they're not. Everybody's in- insured. You can't sell things with water damage. Fucking take yeah. it. Dude, I one time we had a flood in my pawn shop and uh, we had to fucking. Um, Okay, okay, oh man this, this this is worth it so we had to uh, <laughs> so we had a flood of my pawn shop we had to get rid of everything it was all fucking flood damage you couldn't sell any of it yeah so we uh our area manager who had just just became our area manager nobody really felt him out yet uh he shows up basically we had a demolition day we had to fucking um sick yeah we had like i was there and i had uh i had the big ass metal handle part off of uh, like a three-ton jack just kind of like walking around like negan and shit just and we would uh, <laughs> for insurance purposes we would take a picture of um of of the, of the item and then smash it and take a picture of it smashed and that's what you would show insurance to show that you did in fact destroy it and you're not going to sell it out from underneath oh them. i see i see yeah so we're doing that and uh, there's all these little things, and uh, we're sitting there, and my area manager, like the big boss, goes, uh, I had a bunch of cameras laid out. We took the picture, and then he goes, those are pretty nice cameras. I was like, yeah, 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 they are. He was like, you want one? I was like, oh, no. I was like, I'm good, man. He goes, go ahead. Take one. All right. Okay. So I took one. He goes, you can have a couple. 
was like, okay. So I just fucking loaded my cargo shorts. This was 06, baby. But I loaded my cargo shorts with a bunch of digital cameras and was like, okay, what's going on here? His wife and son were there helping us too. And then he starts telling people like, hey, this, this car stereo speaker still works. You know, like if you guys want it. Yeah. And so like, and so they were like, you know, somebody took his car stereo speaker, then somebody got a TV. The next thing you know, we're just fucking wheeling shit out of this pawn shop. <laughs> and my big boss is like, or my manager, my store manager is like, oh, I can't believe how my employees are acting right now. She's like, this is ridiculous. I don't know what's going on. Mid sentence, her fucking son pulls up and he goes and gets a Kirby vacuum cleaner. <laughs> and so we're just fucking bleeding this goddamn easy pawn on Highway 190 in Copper's Cove. He's like, I don't give a shit. But like, we're like bleeding this. <laughs> This, this pawn shop and then it, I'm like wondering what's going on and at the end of the day we find out what it was this dude left with like five laptops he left with a big fucking TV he left with a goddamn laptop or, or an Xbox and just strolled out with it and and he was just like y'all ain't saying shit and I ain't saying you know he just he yeah. had us he had us and then like that dude ended up uh, fucking getting caught stealing on camera an Xbox from a store in Temple and fucking oh man he, he got a taste it. for it at the pawn he shop got, yeah man. or yeah so then he was then he gets fired and then like all these rumors started circulating about it the last thing my boss says I heard he's part of a band of Irish gypsies <laughs> <laughs> That guy sounds like he rules. I like. We him need now. to do an episode about the guy because <laughs> this part sounds too fantastic. So I didn't say it, but at one point in all of this, the son who was helping us that day, they said he got bit by a rattlesnake and died while he was. I'm dead serious. While he was the area manager, he's like, "Yeah, my son, the one who was here that day, he he passed." And I was like, "What the fuck?" It was crazy. And then, like, and then they, he just gets fired for stealing, and then he just dust in the wind. And I was like, "Did he even <laughs> what?" I swear that's that's another episode in and of itself. So I, I feel like a Copper's Cove pawn shop is like just a fucking oh it's story just, anthology. Oh just my god, like the I, weirdest. One of these days, we're doing a I'm doing a pawn shop stories episode, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's like I got some shit. So uh, anyway, uh, yeah. I before we move on, I do want to say I really wish there was a rumor about me that I was part of a band of Irish gypsies. If <laughs> that one, that fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, that's the best rumor ever. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I, the only rumors going around about me is like I think he drinks a little too much. That's not even really yeah. a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, now the city was in a financial tailspin at this point, but good old Rita was doing just fine. Uh, the townsfolk could plainly see Rita was becoming very wealthy. Uh, they all assumed it was from her horse business. Sure. Um, rumors were flying around town about how Kentucky breeders and European aristocrats, which I think that means royalty. I don't know why I typed that. This is not plagiarized today. Uh, <laughs> regularly purchased surprise horses. Uh, to the people of Dixon, she appeared, uh, you know, she appeared wealthy, but to the world of quarter horse breeders and showers, Rita Crundwell was more like a star like she would arrive at shows with a fleet of brand new trucks hauling huge custom-made trailers full of fucking bitching ass racehorses <laughs> uh, her crew that she had with her would wear matching uniforms and they traveled in a two million dollar rv which i didn't even know those you could do a, that I, yeah i didn't know that was possible for me a two million dollar rv is a ten thousand dollar rv and like 1.9 million in blow stuffed into that bitch. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's your boy's idea of a two million dollar rv <laughs> but now here's the thing though uh the payout for winning even some of the most prestigious horse showing shows in the circuit you're never looking at more than like five to ten thousand dollars Okay. So you're like, like, even if you do, and like, I, I don't that's know, that, surpri- it's surprising to me that 
you can have a two million dollar RV, but only a ten thousand dollar horse. Exactly. Like that's ex- weird. Ex- ex- yeah. Here's the, here's the thing. She isn't like somebody. That, like she wasn't using this to get her 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 business off the ground so much as she was using this to build the idea that she already had a successful business yeah, for herself yeah, yeah. and people looking. You know, say it was like there was no ground floor. She was like her own little personal in run. Like there was yeah. just she was just this was the fantasy world she wanted to live in. So she was stealing all this fucking money to construct this thing where it's like, yeah, you know, I got these fucking amazing horses. I'm rolling in here, the best yeah. fucking truck you've ever seen. But it's not because you have amazing horses like that that you have that. That's so weird. Yeah. So yeah. it's like it's not like it was about the money it was about being respected in the world of yes yeah show horses which is yeah, like so exactly. specific and yeah very yeah. odd yeah that, man, uh, i i mean i say that's not relatable but then it's like i do stand-up comedy so like yeah yeah well like i remember <laughs> when i came into a little bit of money earlier in my 20s i fucking just as i moved to austin i just did stand up for a year and yeah. i yeah i traveled i went to places but they weren't flying me out there you know what i'm saying i was right right paying an arm and a leg to go out to these places and fucking just do local book shows if i could stay in a hotel and you know what i'm saying i mean like from the outside looking in like and people in my hometown were like shit this dude's fucking like but i was just i was having fun i was enjoying myself but I, there wasn't it wasn't like i like i was building an empire you know what i'm saying right like, exactly yeah, yeah yeah i was just going out and having fun and from the outside looking in i'm sure it looked like i was making moves but I, in actuality i was just dropping money <laughs> like, that's all I was doing <laughs> and so uh, yeah so Rita you know and um, so there was no way her stable could be supporting itself and, and uh, her contemporaries in the horse world knew this and they had their own rumors flying so like the rumors flying around the among the the uh, simple Dixon idiots no I'm just kidding they're great people uh, <laughs> Dixon was like talking about how she's you know she's selling all these horses that's how she has so much money and the fucking people who are in that world and know that you can't make that amount of money doing what she's doing were like somebody fucking thought that her dad worked for NASA was one of the rumors that were flying they were like oh yeah she, she's got money maybe she, she was part of a band of Irish gypsies like they don't <laughs> yeah, know <laughs> which is an often overlooked explanation for a lot of things yeah uh, yeah I agree <laughs> yeah, so as the years marched on, uh, so did the deposits into the RSDCA. Uh, with every deposit, the city of Dixon slipped farther and farther into, into a deficit. And um, yeah, yeah, and with every slip into the deficit, they slashed their budgets by hundreds of thousands of dollars every year. Uh, between 1994 and 2009, uh, Rita Cronwell stole millions from the town of Dixon. And he, at one point, they had a $1.3 million deficit. And they have no idea where the fuck this money was going. And Rita was just saying shit like, oh, um, the the, gov- the the state of Illinois is late on getting us federal funding. So I guess they're two decades late. So <laughs> dragging your- their heels. Typical yeah, government You know all the red tape. You got goddamn Blagojevich in there. And- <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that would be a good cover. It's just yeah, playing yeah, 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 I just blamed it all on Blago, baby. Um, <laughs> you so- should get a shirt that says that, too. Yeah, blame it on Blago. <laughs> it's a it's, very topical reference for 2017. Yeah, I think uh, it's going to do great. Yeah, it's like it's not even 2017. Blame it on Blago is like definitely it's like 2012 and like if <laughs> no, it was, I was still in Connecticut, so it was like 2010, and uh, that would be like a moment in time that nobody quite really understands anymore. Like a Frankie says relax T-shirt or something. Yeah, shit. it's it's 2012. Frankie says relax. Yeah. You missed a real yeah. opportunity. <laughs> blame it on the Blago. <laughs> Oh man, that's great. Uh, so, uh, I'll bring something up here. This will be important in a second. All right. So, 
Uh, now, yeah, now, and they, and they, they were always asking her uh, things like that. She, she said they were late on federal aid, and because of her constant passing the buck, uh, Rita, who was you know debatably the worst comptroller in the state and possibly the country, uh, <laughs> remained very well liked. Uh, no one held her accountable for really anything. Uh, one city official even said during this was going on he said rita crunwell's not the problem she watches over every tax dollar in this town as though it were her own <laughs> Ooh, interesting uh analogy yeah. dude yeah oh oh what truth is said in jest you know, like, uh, so yeah so they um and they, they well, yeah so they may well have been her dollars because she definitely spent them like they were uh this is kind of a breakdown of what was going on in that time so let's pick up we left off in 1994 let's pick up in 95 uh 1995 crunwell stole $103,000 uh dixon reports a de- deficit of $322,000 slashes the budget $185,000 uh, imagine a small town year after year having to to fucking like like in four years the amount in four years the amount that they're slashing uh, totals a million, so in four years your city of residents, you know, like has a million dollars less to deal with you know like and they have like a growing and that's the thing this is before all the big box stores and shit moved in when she first started their budget was nine million dollars, as time goes on. The money stolen gets bigger and bigger because the budget gets bigger. Mm-hmm. So, for example, in '97, she steals three hundred thousand uh, dollars, which she which she uses to fund uh, to pay for custom saddles and enclosed golf court. <laughs> and uh, so, oh, we're back, we're back to fun horse names. A horse named Two Thumbs Up. <laughs> yeah, oh, that's so good. That's yeah. a good name for any animal. Like, yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If, you, yeah, if yeah. your cat was named Two Thumbs Up, I'd be like, that's fucking rules. That's so funny. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of uh, my roommate was cat sitting the other day for a cat named Cool Runnings, which I thought was awesome. <laughs> That's so tight. I bet I bet once met a goldfish like named nineteen eighty four Olympics. It's What's been that? like six years, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, so we're six years in now at this okay, point. Okay, okay. So ninety eight, all right. Ninety eight, Rita steps her fucking game up and steals seven hundred and sixty seven thousand dollars. Oh, uses she's it to flying buy close to the sun at this point. I'm worried yes, about yeah. Rita. Well, she still had. Don't worry, she's going to be good for a long while. Okay. Uh, yeah, she steals the seven hundred and fifty grand. Uh, buys a motorhome for hundred thousand dollars that year. Buys a deck boat for fifty grand and a nineteen ninety eight Chevy pickup truck for. $28,000. Now, in 99, uh, Rita... Let's get that down. In 1989, Rita Crunwell steals nearly $1.1 million that year. And Just in that a- one year. So yeah. she's, she's escalated like over 10 times the amount she initially was skimming yeah, off yes, the top. Yes, You're not yeah. skimming off the top at that point. Yeah, at this point, That's there's like no top. You're just taking it all. Yeah. Now, uh, she, she, what, she uses that uh, She uses that $1.1 million and buys a horse named Can't Fool Patty. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> Guys, she's doing something right, is what I mean to say. <laughs> all right, 2000, Crunwell steals $1.9 million and spends 450000 to remodel and expand her home in Dixon. The city reports a deficit of three hundred. Seventy thousand makes tens of thousands more in budget cuts. Uh, Two thousand one, Crunwell steals two point six million, buys three horses. Names not names. given. No, no names on that one. Damn unfortunately, it. yeah, right. Let's, three. Let's, bet, uh, yeah. let's speculate. What? What do you? I think? bet there. I bet there was one called uh, "Don't Go In There." Don't go in there. Uh, fun time had by all. It's gonna be one. Uh, let's see. What's another? What's another good horse name? Uh. Lickety split? No, that's stupid. 
Lickety Split is like definitely a real horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, I tell you what, actually, listeners, tweet send us. Send us thir- your horse names. Yeah, send us your horse names, please. Uh, we're at LCS Podcast hashtag Horse Names. <laughs> oh, do it, please! I fucking love yeah. horse names. Yeah, please. Yeah, hit us with them at all times. Ten, twelve episodes <laughs> down the road, still Texas doesn't matter. Names. Send us your horse names. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah. So two thousand one, Crudwell buys three horses for a uh, half a million dollars. City reports of bust. Don't deficit. go in there. Fun time had by all, and yeah, 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 yeah. Her next one is a budget of uh, now. Now, now there are seven hundred thirty thousand dollars in the hole. Another round of budget cuts. 2002, Crudwell steals a shade under $3 million, uses funds to buy a motorhome for $400,000, purchase a horse for $200,000, and buy her boyfriend a 1967 Chevy Corvette for fifty six grand. The city of Dixon institutes... Uh, hold on. Oh, my bad. I, I, I screenshotted a bunch of this shit. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh... Yeah, by the, okay, yeah, the city of Dixon institutes a, institutes a hiring freeze due to budget deficits. So now the city's understaffed. They don't have the people they need. And they that's can't just, hire anyone else, yet yeah. they could solve this by firing one person. Yeah, one person. And, like, that means they can't hire fucking uh, firefighters. They can't teachers, hire... Yeah, yeah, teachers, anybody. yeah, anybody. So, um... Cronwell still got three million. Uh, now the the budget at this point is at one point three million, and she blames it on state funding cuts. So two thousand and four, Crudwell steals three point five million, buys a new motor home costing one point seven million. Dixon reports deficit one point six million. More budget cuts. She Two- is stealing at this point a good third of the budget of the city. Yeah. One out of every $3 is going to her quarter horses. Yeah. Just, Uh, just reminding everyone. Yeah. This is insane. At this point, she's writing these fucking, uh, she steals, uh, 4.6 million, uh, builds a horse ranch facility in Dixon and starts writing checks to the construction companies for 650 grand. She also trades in the motor home and buys a, uh, that she bought 11 months earlier and pays $235,000 to buy a new motor home for 1.62 million. Uh, again, did not know you could get a motor home for that. Expensive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 2006, Cronwell steals 4.4 million city deficit, 1.7 million ad- announces budget freeze. Uh, now at this point, uh, and then 2007, she steals $4.75 million. Trades in the motor this is home. Also, t- I also want to say this is all pre-recession. So like, yes, there's no, like you, yeah. what, how do you even explain this to people? I just yeah. don't understand. <laughs> like you yeah. can't even blame it. Like this is pre Blagojevich. You can't even blame yeah. him. Yeah. So now, at this point now, they've got the deficit back down to a million dollars. But I mean, still, what the fuck? You know, where did a million dollars go? Uh, it's now, now she, 2008, $5.8 million. Fuck. That's she's more spe- than half their budget. Yeah, she spends four. Well, now at this point, the budget's growing. Now, the budget okay. is, is not the $9 million it was back then. Okay. But okay. That, so that's the thing. It's, 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 but it's not like at proportional. Like the growth of the, of right. the theft. She's still is, stealing proportionally more and more. Yeah, exactly. Even though the budget is expanding, which is allowing her to steal more. I see what you're saying. Yeah, and then uh, we do have... Uh, I have one more horse name for you. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> this is in 2009. Crunwell steals $5.6 million, spends $335,000 on a horse named You're Gonna Be Good. You're Gonna Be Good? You're Gonna Be Good. 
That's like, uh, that is like the uh, a desperate woman. Yeah, yeah, Just, yeah. Come on, baby. Um, it's called. Its name is like Bet the Farm. Yeah. Like. <laughs> so what, now, what we're wondering is, is, is of course, is what, what's up on the audits on this? Why are they not finding this sure. in the audits? Right uh, now, investigators would soon find out that two head auditors from two separate outside audit co- audit companies had both been quotations close with rita <laughs> mm. yeah so she's somebody's just, getting a horse named after yeah, them yeah. that's what's happening yeah well, the auditor's name was you're gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> um both of them had gone on dates with rita and both had re- reported meeting her at her home for dinner at the rc ranch so rita yeah Blair. yeah like who's been smooth operator yeah right she had some boots under her bed that is faux show <laughs> So, now with the um, the auditors compromised and city officials dumb as can be, Rita kept this up nonstop for years. And it very well, as a lot of these things, it very well could have gone on forever until one fateful day in the fall of 2011, while Rita was on leave to prepare for some horse stuff, uh, Deputy, <laughs> Deputy Comptroller Kathy Swanson, uh, gotta trust a good Kathy. Uh, oh, Kathy. Yeah. That's who's gonna solve your municipal government yeah, is a yeah, lady yeah. named Kathy. No and, question. Oh, this is Kathy K-A-T-H-E. She ain't fucking around. Oh, She's like, I don't, yeah. have, I don't have time for a Y. Get out of here. Uh, so, oh, A-E-I-O-U, sometimes Y? He sounds noncommittal. Let's get, let's get a Y <laughs> out of here. Uh, Swanson stumbled across a bank statement for the RSDCA. She opened it up, and it showed that a check worth $750,000 had been deposited into it from the city of Dixon. Kathy knew the city was broke as fuck, so she immediately brought it to the attention of Mayor Jim Burke, and they promptly contacted the FBI. The FBI began investigating Rita, and the mayor and Kathy Swanson were instructed to sit quietly as she stole $3 million over the course of six months. Imagine if, like, I know that I have, like, coworkers, like, in certain jobs that I've been at that are doing weird shit, and it's like, yeah, whatever. But imagine if you just sit and not say anything as you knew this lady was fucking stealing this money, and then you're starting to piece together in, the, in your head, because check this out, none of the federal employees in Dixon got raises for the last 15 years while she was a comp. Fuck. Yeah. All people were losing their fucking jobs. They were cutting budgets. At one point in 2009, when she had stolen $5 million, they had to cut $28,000 from the budget that was supposed to go to repair their ambulances. God damn. Yeah. What a fucking... What this a lady bitch. values horses over human lives. Yeah, yeah, What yeah. the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Horses over people, not a big fan. My, my girlfriend definitely rolls her eyes anytime she sees something that's like... Like, okay, for example, in Colleen, they have a dog park that has, like, this huge, like, like, ostensibly expensive covering over it to provide shade, and then the actual park for kids is, like, so hot in the daytime that the kids can't play on the equipment, <laughs> and, like, <laughs> and, and, like, and she's just, she's just, she's just, she just shakes her head, she's like, what the, why the fuck would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Yeah, so uh, on April 17th, 2012, roughly 19 years after she uh, she started stealing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, 
That's 21 years after she started stealing. Uh, Jesus. Her, yeah. She arrived to work one day to find uh, FBI agents sitting in her office waiting for her. She was arrested later that day and indicted by a federal grand jury for embezzling $30 million from the city during the previous six years. Now, she was charged with one count Just of wire Just from six years, $30 six million, years, and she $30 did million. it for 21 years. Yeah, she was charged with one count of wire fraud and released on $4,500 bail. I wonder where she got that. And Holy on May shit. 2nd, 2012, a superseding indictment charged her with embezzling $53 million over the prior 22 years. 53, it's actually 53.7, so let's God fuck around and call, let's call it 54. So she pleaded guilt, uh, guilty. She pleaded... Yeah. <laughs> she pleaded guilty. I, Your guilty. Honor. Yeah. I like to, <laughs> <laughs> you plead. Yeah. Guilty. I mean, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. So yeah, she was... Um, yeah, she uh, she pleaded uh, to Judge Philip Reinhard to a single count of wire fraud. Uh, as part of the deal, she also admitted to money laundering by using the stolen money to finance her quarter horse operation. Uh, Can I was- guess how much time she got in jail? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet it's going to be not that much. Am I right about that? This one, it seems commiserate. Uh, it's fucking... Uh, I'm going to say 15 years. 20 but they're expecting her to be out in 17 okay yeah you know what and i bet like i feel like a lot of prisons have like farms and stables and shit she's probably like yeah she's probably at some nice prison for people who've embezzled money yeah and ruined lives yeah where she she gets to like work in a stable yeah that's my guess (laughs) yeah that's where they they house the guard like when the guards work in the fields and shit you know like with with, uh inmates and they ride horses Although that's a southern thing, I don't know if they do that shit up in uh, in, in uh, Illinois. Yeah, speaking of, I feel like that. Uh, I thought that was really wild when I moved south. Uh, yeah, if you yeah. like, are go to prison in the south, they make you work on a plantation. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, 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 it's yeah, fucking are, crazy. Yeah, the guards ride horses around while they like pick cotton. Like for yeah. real. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's not easy. That's 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 one hundred percent literal truth. But yeah, uh, somebody, so, some prisoners have to take care of those horses, and I yeah. bet that's what uh, what she's doing. Yep, yep. Oh man, she's like the Birdman Alcatraz. Um, Fifty three million dollars, twenty two years of living good for seventeen in prison. I feel like I know we're not at the point of the podcast where we decide whether it's worth it, but yeah. like, seems kind of worth it. It seems kind of I you see, but I don't know. Seventeen years, I feel is like. For me, I, I I really have to consider clocking out on anything over five, and it, you yeah. really have to, you really got to be speaking my language to get me over five. And it's just like maybe it's because <laughs> maybe it's because I, as a comedian, like I have I know what I want out of my life, and I can't achieve it in jail. That's true. And, That's and, true. And, yeah, and yeah. so like. I mean, like, but then again, like, this is for outright theft. I mean, I've engaged in some fucking activities in downtown Austin that could just off top just for standing yeah. there holding what I'm holding could get me in fucking, <laughs> you know, could get me well over five years, you know, like, so I understand it. But like, uh, I fucking, I don't know, like, I, I did, but like, as far as like outright stealing, okay, here we go. I'm not saying I wouldn't do it. I'm just saying it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way to put it. That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd still do it because everybody loves free money, but fucking like, <laughs> I wouldn't be happy when I got caught. Um, now, uh, they also tried to come back at her. They tried to uh, they, they tried to uh, also sue her um, for all the money she made off the horse. Oh, yeah, because check this out. When you sell a winning horse, you get royalties off that bitch for as long as he wins until he stops winning. Sick. So she's still collecting horse royalties. 
Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to. They're trying to they, they, so they're they, trying to seize her horse royalty. Yeah. They're trying. They try to seize that. Uh, they sold all of her shit, all of her crazy little buses and RVs and stuff, uh, and. Yeah, eventually she was, uh, the defense asked for 13 years, saying that Cronwell had cooperated with authorities in, a covering, in recovering the money. Ultimately, Reinhardt sentenced Cronwell to 19 years, seven months in prison, close to what prosecutors had sought. Uh, Reinhardt noted that uh, she put her passion for raising horses ahead of the needs of the city residents, whom had entrusted her with their funds, and that a significant prison term was required to restore public confidence. Right, uh, which yeah, that's a very sensible judge thing to say. Yeah, uh, Reinhardt was so disgusted with Cronwell's behavior that he revoked her bail and remanded her to custody rather than allow herself to re- allow her to self deport re- allow her to self report to prison. As a lot of these white collar assholes get to show up and turn right, themselves just in at their convenience. Yeah, he sent her out like she got fucking SWAT teamed. Um, Sick. Uh, yeah, I hope. I mean, I, I hope they really like. I love that Dave Chappelle sketch with like the two the two legal systems. You know, <laughs> yeah, um, he's like, yeah, yeah. Your your honor, then uh, his or his wife threw her titties in my hand. It was weird. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, they tried to come at her and they tried to actually get her on um, bank fraud as well. But uh, that was gonna be six years per count, of which there were a lot of counts. There was sixty. Uh, however, the state charges were dropped in April 2013. They said that she has no funds and it would just be a waste of taxpayer money to pursue her. Uh, so yeah, she, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, um, she is serving in, I do apologize. Oh yeah. So after all is said and done, Crunwell uh, is expected for release in March 5th of 2030. Uh, she is certainly uh, currently incarcerated at the federal correctional Institute at Wasica, Minnesota. And there she stays. Uh, her horror case was profiled on uh, CNBC's American Greed. And also, uh, as a subject, I found this out after finding out about it, of a 2007 documentary called All the Queen's Horses. So go check that <laughs> out. Yeah. That's a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Who's in that? Oh, it's a documentary. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, that's yeah, a great yeah, name. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. That's, that's really good. I feel like I, uh, they could make a good Lifetime movie about her. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you know who I'd like to see play her? Diane who? Lane. All right. Yeah. Because you go look at her. She's like, uh, she's definitely got like a, like, like, um, you know, sometimes there's like, you'll see, you'll meet like country, like rodeo girl kind of women who mm-hmm. like aren't lesbians, but they're, they're handsome. Like they're, 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 yeah. they're, they're, they're they have a handsome cut about them. They still like, yeah, men, they have that. Like they, they have those like high, they're like high cheekbones. They're like something kind of sexy about them, but they have those like. That like flat denim ass. Yeah, oh yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I I am only willing to bet she had fucking a severe life threatening case of pancake butt. <laughs> <laughs> but like she's still like hot somehow. Like it's like oh no, her, like, her, her face like, she is like yeah. tight. She's very yeah. pretty. She's she's uh she's symmetric and blonde. You know she's got yeah. she's, she's doing her thing. So I would I I I, I say <laughs> I Diane Lane. That. I say yeah Diane Lane. yeah. All right, big Diane Lane fan. Uh, yeah. So, Diane yeah. Lane, call us. Come on yeah, the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Di- Diane Lane, send us an idea for a horse name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to tag her on Twitter and ask. She's going to call. Uh, she's going to name it after uh, uh, with a, Untraceable. <laughs> Just uh, some random film she was in. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, so that's the story of... Uh, of old Rita Crundwell, uh, just old, Crundwell. old horse ass horse ass lady, <laughs> old horse ass lady. Yeah, I'm gonna try, yeah, damn. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm curtailing my 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 b word usage. Um, <laughs> That's kind of you. Yeah, I feel like ironically mine has skyrocketed lately. <laughs> I'm a bad influence. I really. Am. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so that, that that's the story. Uh, like I said, we we both kind of we already discussed it, but uh, I would do it, but it wouldn't be worth it. 
Yeah, I feel like um, I get. I guess it's not worth it. I, also, because like uh, stealing from like a government municipal budget is like I think probably one of the worst kinds of stealing. So like I'm. I, I don't know if I would do that ethically, but also yeah. like if you put it down on paper, it's like it seems like yeah you had like a really good twenty one years. Yeah, like, yeah. Now that you mentioned it, like like I when I say would I do it, I I I like to think I would see would I've done it once or twice. Like if I had the opportunity to do it, you know, like I mean, like I could see I could see somebody doing that. It's like that's a life that's life changing money. Like yeah, it's not like would I do it. It's like was it worth it? Was and it I worth, feel yeah. like for her it was worth it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, for her it was worth it. I, I, I uh, yeah, I would feel that like if you did that enough, you would just have to like look and be like, man, look at like everyone's life is crumbling down around me. Right. I'm completely fucking, fucking up an entire yeah. city. Yeah, exactly. They said after they got rid of her uh, in the first year she was gone, they fucking rebounded their budget. By three million dollars they they you know they still had a, a deficit but they uh you know they they fucking they they were uh they were they were definitely already bounding back and they did have an auction and they sold everything and uh they they uh they also because of the things that were being sold it was all horse stuff people came in <laughs> from all over the world uh because you know like it, she had like world-class horse shit yeah they knew who she was because i mean she had made a name for herself so they fucking like uh they all came out so like they, they the town hosted this uh this um huge uh auction and local businesses thrived uh they they gave you know they they implored people to stay at local hotels and things like that and uh the people got obliged and the, and the town actually had a uh they all learned something about themselves in the end too you know <laughs> <laughs> all right well that's it guys uh thank you for tuning in thank you for holding out with us on the uh the, the time and the uh audio and everything you guys are awesome we love the feedback uh you know be sure to go and uh look us up on itunes rate us like us share us subscribe us tell your friends uh tweet your horse us. names yeah tweet your horse names tweet us horse names at lcs podcast uh we want to know we want to hear them uh thank you guys uh for listening kath good talking to you and guys remember don't get caught Don't get caught. Bye, guys. Bye. Ah, ah. International.